And now, the Sleephawk Worldwide Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brandon Staten and Tyler Hansbro. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sleephawk Worldwide Podcast. Dark day here. Uh, I'm Sleep Dog with the Big Hulk. What's up, everybody? It's the Big Hulk. Excited uh, to put out a pod. I know times are tough, but uh, we'll break it down and talk to you about it. Good gracious, are they tough? We got just... I don't know. We didn't get blown out or anything, but it was more like just depressing loss to NC State over the weekend. Uh, fresh off the heels of the uh, outdoor hockey game, which I don't, you know, I don't really start paying attention to hockey till playoffs come around, but damn if Raleigh wasn't buzzing. Um, kind of cool to see some uh, national spotlight on uh, the triangle, even if uh, old NC State did try to make it about itself. Um, and then the All-Star Weekend. So we'll talk some about that game. Um, good, bad, ugly, and Mac Klong wins the dunk contest, and a few other things. But I mean, ain't really anything else to st- to to start with except for uh, Carolina. You know, just letting the wheels fall off up about what, five or six nine minutes to go, and just that was all she wrote from there. What do you see, Big Hawk? And uh, my only question, I guess, is uh, any path to the tournament here for the Tar Heels? Um- Listen, this is going to be really tough for us to get a path to the tournament or make a case to be a tournament team right now. Um, Now, if you want to look for some optimism, you can go to the net rankings, which the NCAA puts out on their homepage. And the net ranking for North Carolina, which I'm kind of surprised uh, myself, is we're at 48. Um, And if you just for comparison, Pittsburgh, who has beaten us twice, Net ranking is 50, and this comes through the uh, NCAA. So, you know, for as bad as we played, um, this would be, um, you know, a way to look at it. And if you were to try to build a case off this, this is what you'd go by. Uh, Do we have our opportunities? We have no quad ones. That's not good. Uh, I think we're going to have an opportunity to play Virginia at home, I think. And then we have Duke at home, both quad ones both winnable and we've played close. Uh, so th- that would be good, but I'm not sure right now sleep. Um, if we do win out, we're, we're in the tournament. And I think what we have to do is win out and we have to make a deep tournament run. If we want to just get into the tournament. Okay. If, and if we do lose and take a couple losses, I think what we're talking about is having to win the, the ACC tournament and get in getting the automatic bid into the tournament. But right now, I think we'd be considered an NIT team. Uh, We've uh, struggled, especially in February. Uh, It's been very difficult. But a lot of these games that we've lost, we've been right there. Just come down to, uh, you know, the end of the second half, cutting down our airs and making plays, sharing the ball. Uh, For as poorly as we played and the lack of chemistry and passing and shot selection, We've actually been in a lot of games, which is uh, shocking. Lost five out of the last six. And again, we've been talking about this since the last time we played NC State. Just how tough this stretch of schedule was. And we talked about it three or four pods ago, how we could come out of this really riding high in the top 10, six, seven teams or completely off the radar. And, man, we are flirting with the ladder here. We got at Notre Dame, got to win that. I mean, come on. Uh, Then you got Virginia at home. You got at Florida State, also got to win. 
you know, Notre Dame, Virginia, or in Florida, I think Florida State, sorry, are, um, I don't know about Notre Dame, but Florida, I believe, is kind of atrociously bad. Oh, no, Notre Dame and Florida State, atrociously bad this year. So those are must wins. Like, you ain't in the tournament, you lose either one of those. Virginia and Duke, the only hopes you've got left. I mean, I really think you got to run the table here. Of course, if you win the championship, ACC championship, you automatically get in. And who the hell knows once teams have solidified their place. But the problem is, is, you know, ordinarily, I'd say a minor window for a miracle ACC championship because, you know, your top teams, generally us and Duke and maybe Virginia and and one or two other teams you want to insert, like don't really care because their their position is pretty cemented atop their seed. Right. Well, ACC is down all across the board. They know ain't no number one seed coming out of the ACC. So everybody's going to be in that tournament vying for position. Right. So now it's it, it just takes and ramps up the competition in that tournament. And there are, you know, nobody really even conceivably taking games off. Um, I'm going to be honest, man. I just don't see it. Reality is I don't see it happening. Um, You know, (laughs) I didn't see us running a national championship game last year either, but you know, five out of the last six and you're right. I think that's the hardest part. I think if you're, if you're a Tar Heel fan, what you're lamenting most about damn near every loss this season is that you had it. Like you, there are, there's a case to be made that you could have come away with a win in almost every single one of our 11 losses, eight and eight in conference, man. It's just tough. Uh, so, you know, we're toward the bottom of the league and, 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 you know, we, we looked like we were pretty much in control against state. And then, you know, you get down late in crunch time and you live by the three, die by the three and, and we die by it. We've been dying by it for all, all year. And yeah. You know, it, and I've talked to you about this. So there are, just to give a, a perspective on this, there's 352 uh, Division One basketball teams. We rank 325 in three-point um, field goal percentage. That is horrendous. And, you know, I don't, I don't see how we've won games shooting like that. I mean, if you look at the game over the weekend against State, we shot 35% from the field. How do you expect to win games when you shoot 35% from the field? And then on top of that, you have seven assists compared to, let's see here, where they have 13 13 turnovers. I mean, you can't have negative assist to turnover ratio. And I sound like a broken record because sleep, it's not like, you know, rewriting chemistry or math here. What we're doing is just looking at basic, basic fundamentals, share the ball and don't turn it over and then take good shots. And that is the formula for this team. And it seems like when they take care of the ball, they share it, they play well with each other, they play with excitement, and they look like they enjoy it. We win games. And I think it's been really frustrating. Um, and you could say for the team as well and for mm-hmm. the fans because of the expectations. Uh, but with expectations comes a whole new mindset. We talked about it before the year. How will you approach this year being the target, being the number one team in college basketball coming into the season and knowing teams are gunning for you? How are you going to play? And it's a whole different mindset. And you've got to you've got to back it up. You've got to own the number one and you've got to come out and prove that. And um you know, like like we've witnessed, they haven't been able to do to do that. Now there's there's still some time to turn it around. Uh, not a lot of time, to be honest with you. And it's uh, the season is starting starting to end. And I don't I don't know where we go from here, sleep. Because me and you, we've talked about this all mm-hmm. year. I mean, we I mean, this is a uh, very simple stuff. We're losing the same way every single night. 
I just, I don't have the solution. And, you know, because we've come on here and we've talked about it, I don't know where we go. Sleep. What do you think this team, where do they go? What's their mindset? Like as a fan and somebody from the outside, do you think it has anything to do with stats? Absolutely not. I'm going to triple down on what I said. I think one or two pods ago. It this point is all about pride. You know what I mean? If you're looking in the mirror and you realize that like the I mean, look, you, if you're a Tar Heel fan and I'm I'm been about I think we are two of the most optimistic like Tar Heel fans to ever exist, right? There's still a way, yeah. right? You went out, you win the ACC championship, you are guaranteed in, right? But like mm, they haven't proven us in any way shape or form that's even feasible right now, okay? Um at this point, dude, you got to sort of – I think these these guys – I mean, I don't know. If I'm the coach, <laughs> which would be a huge problem, I think things are bad now. Let, let me be the coach, right? Uh, but, you know, I think if I'm the coach of the team, we got to sit them down and just be like, listen, guys, you got all this shit you've been through, highs, lows, running the national championship. You got at, at least five games left. You got the four in the regular season and – guaranteed one in the ACC tournament. For some of these guys, if if you ask me, other than maybe like a Jalen Washington that we haven't even seen anything out of yet, there's no guarantees these guys are going to get any games in the NBA. No no guarantees any of these guys are getting drafted. You know, you can make argument for Caleb. I think he's 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 got whatever um potential, right? But you got to sit him down and say, "Listen, man, they, these might be the last 5 games you ever play on this stage. You go play in the G League, you might go play overseas. Okay, fine." But this is the last five, maybe, that you've got in prime time. What are you going to do with them, right? Um, I think as a fan, yeah, this season is a huge disappointment. And I think, you know, we're part to blame for some of this, right? You get all high and mighty on these expectations and you think we're going to go and stomp everybody's ass. And then you start losing some games and, you know, you start making excuses for, oh, well, yeah, it'll get better. They'll figure it out, right? But I think also as a fan base, if if these guys go out and show heart and and, and finish strong, you know, you're going to, you, I think the whole thing is going to rally behind it. And you saw, uh, uh, frankly, probably the hardest part to watch in the lost NC State is like, if you're being honest with yourself, if you're capable of that, and it's hard as a, as a Carolina fan watching State just have a field day the last three or four minutes of that game, what you saw from NC State is what we got to experience for that run all of last year, at the end of last year. I mean, those guys would have beat the damn, damn near beat the Bulls in the last six minutes of that game. They were clicking all cylinders. All their shots are falling. It felt like the crowd was hovering over the floor. Um, and with the atmosphere was incredible, you know, and, and I hate to say it. I hate NC state. I hope they lose every game from here on out, but they earned it, man. They won and they, 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 they played their game and, and, you know, um, they were a better team when it mattered. And, um, and so I think to your, to answer your question has nothing to do with stats anymore, man. I, I feel like if I'm being honest, some of these guys are, um, feeling pressure, whether it be, Hey, I only got a, le- a little bit of left time to showcase my own talents for the next level or, you know, things snowball in game. And, and all of a sudden you're down big and you're chalking up bad shots to try to catch up. And it's just, it's a recipe for disaster. Um, you know, but, but I think at this point, that's all you got left, man, is, is you got these guys around you and you got this, this little road ahead and, and you got to treat it like it's five games left in your life. Uh, otherwise, otherwise I could see us, I could see us beating Florida state. I could see us beating, uh, Notre Dame and going 500 in this last four games and just having no shot other than winning the ACC championship, which also would be not possible. My First of all, first of all, we should beat Florida state. We should beat Notre Dame. Uh, 
Duke and Virginia, those are going to be the tough ones. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't call that. We're better than uh, Florida State. We're better than Notre Dame, but we're not good enough just to show up and mm-hmm. for them to hand us a W. Uh, and my other thoughts is I've got to give uh, Kevin uh, Keats a lot of credit. He has NC State playing very well. Ter- Terquavion Smith uh, is one of the best players in the ACC. Mm-hmm. Uh, the joiner kid who went off uh, yesterday. Very good player. And DJ Burns, to me, DJ Burns makes that team go. I think he is a bucket down low. He's strong. He can establish himself down low in the block. I don't know how many times he's going to go to his left hand before somebody takes his left hand away. Uh, When you do send a trap his way, he's a really good passer. Mm -hmm. He has good hands. Uh, He's got, you know, somewhat decent post moves. Uh, But I, I think he really makes him go. And NC State's one of those teams that, you know, it's it's tough for me to say this. They could go on a run. They could go on a on a march run in the tournament if they get if they get it going. Uh but um yeah, that's I just wanted to say that. Yeah, so here I mean I agree with everything you just said, man. And I don't know if it's it's DJ Burns was fun to watch in the last part of that game. I mean, he just took over and they had nothing for him. Yeah. And I mean, he, he's improved so much uh, as a player from, I mean, even the first contest, right? It was, uh, I mean, it's kind of amazing to watch a guy that size kind of move and finish so softly around the basket. But here's my problem with what I saw. State is somehow shooting worse than we are from three. They are five of 18 from the 27% from three. And they let him, especially when Baycott's out of the game and, and, and dude, Burns is a big dude. So this isn't a knock on Pete Nance, but he was outmatched in the post and they feed, they feed him. He's backing Nance all the way from damn near the three point line into the low block. It's like, why don't you help? And then of course, if he passes out of it, make him beat you in a way that they, they were, they finished 27% and they hit like three threes in the end of the damn game. So at one point they ain't made nothing. It's like force them to beat you that way, right? Again, fucking easy for me to sit here and say that, but it was noticeable. And then the latter part, when when Baycott checks back into the game, they get him the ball in the same situation. State doubles down, forcing threes. We ain't, we're just chalking up shots. It was like they did to us what I'm sitting there thinking. Why don't we try that, right? Um, and uh-huh. you know, flow the game kind of thing. And 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 listen, man, I ain't ever gonna second guess a <laughs> Division One basketball coach of any team because I'm fucking Brandon, right? Like, what do I know? But I mean, it makes you wonder because he was getting hit, he was having his will in the last part of the game. Like, um, you know, yeah, they got hot, but also. They got what they wanted. We had 48 yeah, rebounds and, in that game. Yeah, and here's my here's my other thing, Sleep, is what State did is we we had it close the whole game. What State did is what we haven't been able to do all year, and that's close games out. I mean, you can start from the Alabama game where we took them into four overtimes. We just couldn't close. And that, to me, has been the real issue because it's not like we've just been coming out and getting blown out. We've been, we haven't really executed late – and pulled a lot of games out. Now, yeah, we did blow out Clemson, but we're starting to learn that, hey, that was a little bit of Clemson as well. They're, they just lost to Louisville. They did the impossible. Uh, that's a, woo, that is a bad Yikes. loss. That, I, there, there's not a quad five, but Louisville, Louisville <laughs> would fall in like a quad 4.5. Um, well, they are but, pulled uh, quad. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank God we don't play Louisville. Uh, <laughs> 
But I don't think we have even a quad four loss, to be honest with you, when I look at our record. Uh, But, yeah, sleep, we we haven't been able to close games out. And if we had that ability, and this season would have gone a lot different. But also, you look at the Ohio State game, and that was what we would say, hell, that was a quad one. Mm -hmm. Well, with the new system, as teams start to show their true, you know, who they really are, and the season goes on, and you realize, oh, you know, it's Ohio State's lost like 17 now. Yeah. And they're just like bottom of the Big Ten. That was really a quad two, quad three. Yeah. Um, so, yes, we, we we haven't been able to close. I mean, you look at the box score and you just still keep at I mean, I thought Puff had a great game. Super impactful on what in his minutes on the floor. They don't show a plus minus here, but he probably was a plus. You know, but other than him, nobody's on the floor, right? I mean, Nance plays 22 minutes. Puff plays 22. Nobody else on the bench plays more than, well, Nance was a starter. Nickel plays five. Tremble plays six. Uh, meaningless, essentially, minutes. Nothing on the stat sheet. Um, that part, I, I still don't understand. RJ's two out of 13, one out of six from three. You know, you got to have, we've said this a thousand times, those three guys are your core, obviously. Baycott, Jay Davis, Love. Like, none of those guys shot 50%. So, I mean, who's going to step up? Well, nobody else is even in the game to step up. Right. So, uh, I don't know, man, again, it's, it's a tough one. I don't, you know, sleep. I wouldn't say this team has a core, uh, right now. And, 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 you know, and I hate to say it like that, and this isn't a knock on any player, but you are what your record shows you. Mm -hmm. And if you continue to lose, you can make all excuses you want, but you're a losing team. At some point you will be defined by what you do, not off of opinion. And to me, if, Listen, if I'm on this team, I block everybody out. I don't listen to anybody outside that locker room because that's the worst thing you can do. Uh, I'm sick of hearing about like, oh, they had a players only meeting. I've never heard of a players only meeting when things are good. Okay. Players only meeting meeting happens when shit has hit the fan. And, you know, they come out, we, we hung out, we had a good time. Then they come out and they just destroy Clemson. Well, that was a lot to do with Clemson because they've, you know, we see what, who Clemson is right now. Uh, but to me, this comes down to playing hard. This comes down to respecting the game, okay? This doesn't comes down to trying to get an NIL deal. It doesn't come down to trying to improve your draft stock. Listen, uh, your draft stock, anybody's draft stock on this team has just plummeted, okay? You can't expect uh, to get drafted or have success based off of losing, uh, losing games and a losing season, okay? Good things happen to teams who come out, play hard, put the work in, unselfish, and enjoy the game, and then success tends to follow that. Uh, and if it were me, sleep, I would have to come into the locker room and I would try to, you know, first of all, I would never run from a hard practice. I don't care how tired guys are or if they're working through injuries. I'm old school. Listen, I'm pissed off. I want to go to war. We just got our ass kicked by our rival. Let's go. Let's get a little bit better today. Let's have a hardcore practice. I'm not worried about rest and recovery right now. Uh, I'm worried about getting better and I'm going to stay in the moment because to me, that's where you improve. And I think hard practice physical practice, going at each other. I think there's something to be said about that. I'm not worried about tomorrow how I'm going to feel because, you know, let's keep it honest, you know, getting the rest and recovery maybe isn't working. So uh, I'm a little bit old school in that way. I would try to block out the negative, um, 
you know, outside voices, because believe me, there's not a lot of positivity coming outside uh, of that locker room right now. <laughs> so you got to stay together and you got to stay within each other and come out and have practice, try to improve and salvage whatever uh, the season has left in front of you. And you take that game by game. You don't try to win an NCAA tournament bid the next game. You just try to win that game. I mean, flat out, dude, I, don't, I, I couldn't have said any of that any better. I think it's exactly right. I think coming from you, it has a, a, a huge amount of, of weight and meaning um, for for our listeners and hell, for the team, if any of those guys are listening, right? I mean, it's, um, look, it's not easy, man. I get it. It's it, the, There's a lot of teams. We, I say this every week, too. When we, when we start looking in the mirror and asking, why are we losing? Like, you look around, there's a lot of teams losing a lot of games that they didn't think they were going to lose, right? So, Look, the the part that you know, I wonder if if we'll get there is is like at what point does the pressure subside enough? If that's even what this is, you know, we thought it was chemistry and chemistry really truthfully, like the way the response was when we started wondering, like, is it a chemistry thing? Like, doesn't seem like I think I was wrong about my assumption that they had poor chemistry. Um, Maybe not. I don't know what's going on in the locker room, but they seem like they're, but they don't have, I mean, like man to man chemistry. Now on the court, forget it. Like they don't, there's, there's, there doesn't seem to be a lot of cohesion down there. Right. But I mean, like these guys seem to like each other, uh, which I mean, I liked everybody on my team, bro. We just lose and lose and lose. So, I mean, that's not your magic bean. So, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, one thing. Here's the thing about me and you. You know, we see these kids and we're like, hey, come on over here, man. Come on. We'll, we'll be the nicest people to anybody. You know, I don't care how bad their season is, but we can't come on here and not keep it honest. You know what I'm saying? So you agree. Like, you got to be honest. So you like, you know, we have all the empathy and yeah, we feel like we feel for these kids, but you know, it's, um, you know, I, 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 it's, you know, I understand what you're saying too. It's like a therapy you know, session. We yeah. suck, man. I mean, that's period, point blank, right? Can we get better? Yeah. Sure, we can get better, but it don't look like we're going to. And <laughs> show me any times we're going to get better. So, I mean, listen, man, you got four or five games left, tops, well, well bottoms, hopefully. And, like, you just got to ask yourself, I just wonder at some point, this is what I hope doesn't happen. I hope they don't go and lose one more, like, especially, like, the next one, which is just a, would be a fucking dud, right? And then all mm -hmm. of a sudden they realize like there is literally, we are so far gone that all expectations are out the window and they just go blow the doors out three games in a row and play themselves because this, this burden is lifted. Right. So well, I think me and you will be excited. We'll be right there. Yeah. We'll be happy. Yeah, right. Hell yeah. We will. Seats will be easy to come uh -huh. by. Um, yeah, I'm with you, man. Look, I, I I will always, no matter what, root for these kids, whether they lose every single game by 100 or whether they win them all. I'm going to talk shit to yep. our, our other opponents and our rivals, and anybody that wants some can come get some. You can come get it right now. I'm going <laughs> to give it to you, okay? But mm -hmm. we're not good, and I don't know why, and I don't know what will fix it. All I know is that these guys got five games left at minimum, and they need to just – Realize, dude, that one day you're going to blink your fucking eyes and you're going to wake up and you're going to be 39 years old like I am trying to start a fucking podcast. Basketball is going to be long gone for you. So take advantage of this chance, man. Like, dude, you're still Tar Heels and mm -hmm. you got five games left of that. <laughs> and yeah. I, I mean, I don't think uh, I don't think to your point, sort of, I don't think these kids realize that they certainly don't seem to play like it right now. And I just hope that they. Don't live to regret that, I guess. Now I'm starting to turn into a damn 
my dad on here, but dude, that's <laughs> what else are you gonna what else are you gonna look toward, man? Like it it it's uh you got no more no more margin for error. Um so anyway, I don't know whether they make the tournament or not, but we're gonna know by the time we start. Yeah, the, the good thing is we're very close to being put out of our misery. So I, I don't think they're in the tournament right now. I don't think they're in the tournament honest, right now. I, I don't think they're in. Uh, it's hard to make that case sleep. It sure is. Can they get in? Maybe. But so in a way, I was telling as those in our group chat, I was like, maybe they put us out of our misery. You know, maybe we can stop, you know, thinking that maybe it's coming. But that doesn't mean there's not things to play for. Hurricanes. It's 100% true. Speaking of NC State, Hurricanes got taken over by those people uh, <laughs> uh, on on Saturday night. Usually we don't get super into hockey, but it's still not going to get I couldn't tell. I, was, I watched about a quarter of it. But this whole outdoor game, I always thought it was kind of stupid in general, like the concept. But then it came here. And you realize, like, I think they only do one of those a year in the NHL. And, you know, uh, State tried to, like, sabotage the whole thing and make it about State, which I thought was really weird. But the game and the atmosphere here in Raleigh was really cool. So the Canes are just kicking... The, the Canes are like, wherever the Tar Heels are, go like on the total opposite end of the fucking spectrum. And that's where the Hurricanes are. Hurricanes are beating people sideways right now. They played uh, they played uh, the Capitals, their their rival, on the damn, uh, also bad look back, Kale. What the hell are you doing trying to talk shit like that right before the game? Anyway, um, Hurricanes come in and just kick the shit out of, out of the Capitals. Outside, dude, 50-some thousand people there. Um Tickets were absurd. Like the cheapest ticket to get in the place was like 300 bucks. And uh, it's like, it was weird because it was hot here. And then for one damn night, it was like 40 degrees and it was that one. And it was just, I don't know. It was really cool to see like our team, the Hurricanes, because we know they're good. Like we go to all the playoff games. I'm fair weather as it fucking gets. But <laughs> so fair weather that I won't even go to the outdoor game because it's too cold. But, you know, it was cool to see Carolina get its due you know, on sort of the national stage and then show up for the moment. I mean, dude, they beat the brakes off um, Caps. I don't know if you watched any of it. I don't watch zero of it, but I'm a big Hurricanes fan uh, <laughs> when I go to the games. Yeah. Uh, so you crank the horn. Dude. Uh, they are fun. Hey, I recommend it. I mean, they're they're fun games. I, yeah. I mean, I think they're one of the best teams in hockey. So yeah. I'm all for it. So, yeah, it was like kind of one of those things like it's so we pay so little attention to it that it's really hard to even like really hype it up. I mean, the only real things that I thought um, were interesting were like like it was at obviously Carter Finley Stadium. And then they had like state brought out. Uh, it was just seemed really forced. I thought it was like really, really weird that look, maybe it was by design. Maybe state didn't try to take it over. Um, but it was like, bro, this what does they have to do with this shit? This is like they got the same color <laughs> and it's their stadium. Like, why is David Thompson at a hockey game? Um, you know, saying stuff they clearly didn't have it like all scripted out like they thought they did. But nonetheless, look, let the devil dog or whatever have its due, however the day, however the saying goes. I mean, it's been one hell of a weekend. If you're a state fan, because if you're a state fan, you're really a Hurricanes fan because the Hurricanes are the only team that ever usually wins that you pay attention to. And you just kicked everybody's ass all weekend. So hats off to you. Um, you know, write this shit on your tombstone, whatever you got to do. Uh, I mean, it's Monday morning and I got an email from some guy that said literally go pack at the end of it. I mean, in a business setting. I mean, these people are 
flying high. And listen, man, everybody should get to feel like a Tar Heel um, every now and then. So congratulations. Um, another dud, though, uh, performance was the All-Star game. We'll talk a little bit about that because you know, it's basketball and there's not a lot else going on. But I watched some of the All-Star game. I was actually really looking forward to it until they left my boy JK off of the Rising Stars game. I didn't watch that. Um, the dunk contest, three-point contest, tuned in for that. Three-point contest, just absolute snooze-a-thon. They try to like, jive it up a little bit now they have like a three-point ball that's like uh, you know sponsored and it's at the wing and all this sort of stuff uh just i think the problem with the three-point contest in general is like they try to give it like some creative rules but unless a guy just gets hot and goes lights out i mean i want to see steph curry like i would much rather than watching current players do the three-point contest i'd rather just watch like Ray Allen come back and shoot threes. Danny Green shoot threes. Steph Curry. Like, I want to see, dude, Julius fucking Randall was in the three-point contest. Like, come on. So I don't know if you saw any of it. It just was like nobody got hot. And like Damian Lillard won and probably missed half his shots. But because of the way that they, you know, have all these weird ways to score more points given the color of the basketball, um, you know, he kind of came away a winner. Did you see any of the we'll get to the dunk contest? Did you see any of the three-point contest? I did not. Uh, I don't know. The whole all the the all star game to me is kind of underwhelming. But no, I did. I missed it. Sleep. I missed the three point contest, and I'm glad I did. Well, and the hot take here is that the Mac McClung thing. I mean, dude, hats off to this dude. He's been dunking on YouTube forever. Uh, everybody else in there was shit too. Uh, they had uh, Trey Murphy. I really like as a as a. He's a great young player. There's like a ton of pressure. It is. It's like the dunk contest has like plateaued right there's only so much cool shit you can do and once it's been done like what are you gonna do like people tried like re-dunking from the from the free throw line and then even when they did it it's like all right dude i've seen that shit before like until somebody does a again somersault and dunks the ball uh you know i don't really see the dunk contest ever being what it was vince carter killed it for everybody Mm -hmm. what hey what if they brought in other athletes like you know, some football players to go against some basketball players or something like that. Would you tune in track athletes, whatever? So they've done that, I guess, some, right? Like back in the day, like some of those guys. But I think at the end of the day, I mean, like DK Metcalf. All right. I'll pay attention. Right. Some guy like freak athlete, Debo Samuel. But you got to find those guys. Right. I mean, you got to get the cream because at the end of the day, them dudes in the dunk contest are still 6'10", you know, whatever, 6'8", you know. Except for Mac. Except for Matt McClung. That dude, <laughs> that dude was 6'2. And I'll, here's the thing, man. There is something like for me, and I was too young when when Jordan and like Dominique Wilkins. Has a white guy ever won it though? Yeah, Brent Barry, dude. Come on. Wow. From the free throw. Yeah, you're line. right. Um <laughs> also just like the worst possible winner. And I'm sure there's been another one, but he I think that might be it. Um, dude, I was too young for Dominique Wilkins and for um you know, like like Jordan and Spud Webb and some of that stuff. And even the short guys just never do it for me. Like Nate Robinson and all these guys. Like, all right, dude, uh-huh. you're five four and can dunk. Fine. That's great. Um, <laughs> but like it's <laughs> you don't one hand or something. Vince Carter, that dunk contest. I mean, I just remember that being, I think I was in high school. And like the first dunk, in my opinion, that 360 windmill was the end of he didn't just win the tournament then. He won. I mean, that was the best dunk to, I have ever seen in my life. 
Given all the circumstances, it was perfect. The the way the ball goes through the net, it was a first try, like a perfect distance from the I mean, the, this thing was like poetry in motion. And ever since that dunk, everything else has been a letdown. Even his dunks, the rest of the, which were insane, were nothing in comparison. And there's just, until somebody can, like, people forget in the dunk contest that it's not just about creativity it's about like authority it's like yes mm-hmm. i'm a dunker and like mac mcclung's was just like i don't understand none of those dunks were 50s to me now they're impressive because he's 6'2 and can jump over people and pull but like bro i just i just wasn't super impressed um i watched it it was Engage. It was okay, which is better than you've been able to say for a lot of uh, uh, several dunk contests in the past. But until you, the thing about dunk contests is until you get the stars back involved, and I don't know how you do it, man. You got to give these guys like two million bucks, and yeah. you know, I mean, you telling me you rather see Mac McClung than fifty year old fucking LeBron James? I'd rather see Michael Jordan no right chance. now than Mac McClung. You know, hundred um, percent. So I'd have rather seen the judges. <laughs> <laughs> than people in the dunk contest at their age right now. And I mean, that's just I couldn't what agree. it says about it. More with you. I, I agree with you, Sleep. I mean, they've tried to jazz it up and do different things. Listen, bring the stars back. MJ yeah. did it. Come on, guys. Come on out. I want to see LeBron dunk. Yeah, and, and like they said, ask Ja, and this is what I don't understand. Like they asked Ja Morant, would you ever do it? Ja Morant's fucking 23 years old, 24 years old. He's like, mm-hmm. I would never do it. So you got to ask yourself as a business that has a product that is like, there is no all-star game. I mean, I'm sorry. There is no Super Bowl. Football's over. You know, there's no other sports going on at all. You have a, that is what's unique about the NBA all-star weekend is aside from an outdoor hockey game, <laughs> it is a totally, there is no competition for it. Ain't no award shows. Ain't no anything. You get the whole fucking weekend. Why mm-hmm. is it that you have this product and you've got the best by far at the dunks in the game were way better and the game sucked. We'll get to that in a second. We're way better than dunk contest. So like, what do you have to do? And I'm surprised that Adam Silver hasn't figured this out. Cause I think he's a great commissioner. Why is, why is John Moran just like flippantly like, dude, there's no way I would do this. Well, I can't tell figure you the, it out. Maybe I'll tell you the answer. Well, yeah, Mac McClung made $106,000 in his whole career so far. He made a hundred thousand dollars winning a dunk contest. Dude, a hundred grand to these guys. They get fined for, for for cussing at the ref. That's two fines for cussing at the ref right there. They don't give a shit about no hundred thousand dollars. So I mean, you've got to do and and you know the truth is, if you make it a million dollars for charity, they don't give a shit about that either. And why would they? I mean, at a certain point, you saw that mm-hmm. they try to do the charity thing for the game. And guys, like at one point, there's four dudes standing out to the sideline on each team and watch these guys go ISO. So like, if you want to save the game, and the game itself is the hardest part to figure out for me because. You got guys, you don't want them getting hurt, you know, the, and, and I mean, I feel like they do backdoor deals and like, I would be a guy that like, yo man, let me go for 60. Cause this is my time. You know, this is all I got. Right. It might be my only all-star game. Um, but your stars don't play hard and they shouldn't because you know, it just is what it is, but I can't figure out why the, why they don't pump money into the dunk contest. I, it's almost like a thing of the past and they've done different things to try to revamp it. But nothing has been entertaining. I mean, congrats to Mac McClung. Yeah, uh, but, cool but, story. I mean, if, if you were to tell, I mean, how many people have paid money to go watch this guy play this year? Not many. <laughs> so you want to like? I mean, I think you know 
Ja Morant does a, a dunk contest in the warmups probably before every game. And yep. uh, that was more entertaining than what we saw at the all-star break. Uh, I, I don't have the solution sleep, but I know they ain't getting off the couch for a hundred, hundred K to try mm-hmm. and go win that thing. No way. Man. Uh, yeah. I still contend, I guess the dunk contest, like three point contest could really be spiced up. Letting the guy like mm-hmm. me, letting a guy like remember my th- Olympics theory, right? I feel like in the Olympics, they should always just let a regular ass dude have one of the spots. And then you see just how great some of these people are at some random ass sports. Like you want to do the 400 meter, do the 400 meter with me out there. And when I fall <laughs> on my face about 175 meters in my chest is sweating and I'm having convulsions and these dudes are like lapping me in a 400 meter race, which is one lap, right? Like, that would bring an element of intrigue. Dunk contest, can't nobody dunk, right? So, but a three-point contest, anybody can shoot a three-pointer. So maybe that's something you want to think about is uh letting a regular person get in there, you know. I don't know the answer either, but it's a bad look for the all-star game that you know they have such a captive audience and and the product was really just so poor. Um, takes away from from everything. But but listeners out there. Don't let that deter you from the rest of the NBA season, especially if you're Tar Heels. Let's face it. Finding some Tar Heels in the NBA is about all you're going to have left to root for here shortly. So a um, lot of lot of, lot of, of storylines and intrigue after the trade deadline, after All-Star break coming into the NBA. So I'm excited to tune into that until we get to fucking baseball season. Um, great. Can't Ooh. wait. Ugh. But one thing we can do until then is eat crab cakes. So uh, everybody go out there and get you some of those uh, uh, cookies of the sea. Me and Big Hawk hadn't been together in a while, speaking of cookies. So cookie reviews have kind of been on ISO or uh, on ice. So we're going to have to get back into that. We still got a backlog of like store-bought cookies all the way up into some gourmet shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Hawk, we'll be back together here pretty soon. And uh, We're all about the cookies. Believe me, fellas. We're still eating cookies. We just hadn't done a review lately. But we will get back on that. Been doing a lot of like um, what do you call it uh, experimentation in the lab so everybody yeah. you know just hang in there we got uh, we got a couple games left who knows maybe we'll pull it out maybe we'll pull out a miracle um, and there's always next year and there's always football hey baseball season Tar Heels number 13 in the country I saw that the other day off to a good start so I don't know man you just gotta look for somewhere to be optimistic the weather's warming up there it is alright yeah it is so, uh-huh. put, put the coat away <laughs> put the coat away and uh, <laughs> you, I don't even know man you don't know what the hell to say <laughs> about this shit. You got anything else, Big Hawk? Stay safe. Stay safe.